one of the main things that I've really focused on lately as I just kind of elevate my gut health game has been um, the energy and emotional state I bring when uh, to the dinner table or to the lunch table. So before I eat my food, I think it's just as important the state that I'm in to be able to digest properly and get the nutrients from my food. And so by getting my body into a state of appreciation, um, elevated um, energy, I just feel like that is almost as important as what is on my plate. Are you struggling with bloating, gas, constipation, and fatigue, but don't know what's causing these problems? The Gut Health Reset Podcast with Dr. Anne-Marie Barter dives deep into the root causes behind these issues that start in the gut. This podcast will give you the knowledge you need to heal your gut and reset your health. Today on the Gut Health Reset Podcast, we are going to talk about the connection between gut health, mood, and probiotics. Thank you so much for being with us here today. I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Barter, and my guest joining us today is Sylvia Hall, who is a wellness advocate and co-founder of Lifted Naturals, a well-being movement that's leading a feel-good revolution with their mood probiotics. Sylvia, thank you so much for coming today on the podcast. I think it's going to be so fun to have a little bit of... Um, a different podcast episode, really talking about your journey and your struggles and how you came out of that. I think it's going to be a really fun episode. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I am. I'm really thrilled. I can't wait to share my perspective. I definitely do bring a bit of a different story than some of your amazing guests, but hopefully we can still awe and inspire. <laughs> I think so. I think it definitely will. So let's dive into your story and and what took you on this health journey that you've come out of? Yeah. So let's see. My oldest kids are now 10, 12, so 12 and 10. And so that puts me about 14 years ago that I decided I wanted to become a mom. Um, I've always been entrepreneurial. So for me, it actually started as making jewelry and being a mom and wanting to stay home with my kids. Uh, It was after my second child that I then started to feel really cruddy, just I don't know if it was the back-to-back, they're about two and a half years apart. So maybe it was a little bit too much on my system uh, to, especially because I didn't know or care about health at that point. I mean, to be really honest with you, um, I really did just see the whole world differently as far as health because I hadn't struggled yet. It's those dark nights of the soul that really push us into uh, the research and the desire to to fuel our body in a healthy way. I hadn't gotten there yet. And so after my second child, I really started to feel not well. And it was one thing to not feel well as a person, but I could tell I was also not showing up as a mom the way I wanted to. A lot of irritability, a lot of um, thought loops where I just felt like I was in my head and not really present with them. And that really hurt because being a mom was so important to me. Uh, and so that struggle led me down the rabbit hole that I called the gut brain connection. And the idea that my digestive issues and my mood issues are perhaps not so separate. Um, but to be clear, I didn't really think I had digestive issues but I wasn't going as regularly as I should and kind of putting all that together for myself. um, Like I said, once I went down that really fun rabbit hole. That's great. I think that you bring up just such an amazing point about how, you know, we talk about neurotransmitters. We talk about 
um, you know, mood and people just think mood is related to the brain. That's, that's, I think one of the biggest things that I've come up on, on practice in practice is that mood is definitely just related to the brain, but you bring up this very, very important point that mood is actually very much linked to the gut. So tell me why mood is linked to the gut. So we, I love that you bring up the neurotransmitters because we usually do just select serotonin because it's one a lot of people have heard about. So we say, hey, did you know over 70%, some say over 80% of your body's serotonin is made in your gut and not in your brain. And that's just one to highlight the one we've heard about serotonin, but like there's many other neurotransmitters at play. And so much of that development is made in the gut and not in the brain. Um, and so by nourishing the gut, you are in fact, really nourishing the brain and that two-way communication. To me, that was the other really exciting thing I learned about was the two-way communication. The gut talks to the brain and the brain talks to the gut. Um, and so once you kind of start to live in harmony um, with that idea, so much else falls into place. And I just kind of want to share, I was trying to think like, what's something about gut health that I could share that all these other doctors haven't. Oh and yeah, so, that sounds good. <laughs> and so one of the main things that I've really focused on lately as I just kind of elevate my gut health game has been um, the energy and emotional state I bring when uh, to the dinner table or to the lunch table. So before I eat my food, I think it's just as important the state that I'm in to be able to digest properly and get the nutrients from my food. And so by getting my body into a state of appreciation, um, elevated um, energy, I just feel like that is almost as important as what is on my plate. So kind of a unique perspective uh, to the gut health game is really continuing to see our bodies and our spirits as this whole thing, whole picture, whole, whole being. And, and that's kind of one of my takeaways. How does that practice look for you as you're sitting down for dinner? So I have two kids, so things move fast. So I found that the one just activity can be putting my hands kind of under my plate a little bit and just kind of like holding it there and just, you know, a, a moment of pause of, of appreciation of slowing down. Of course, the old put the fork down between the bites is uh, another great trick. I find myself to be a very fast eater. I honestly am not super inspired by the fact that everybody in my house wants to eat three meals a day. I have other things to do that I'd like <laughs> to do that like does this whole life have to revolve around the nourishment? Like I'm really creative. I love creative projects. But for me, the ultimate creative project is not one that disappears in 15 to 20 minutes um, called a meal. And so really just kind of reworking my um, attitude and state towards that, slowing it down by putting my hands under my plate and just sending appreciation to my body, to my food. Um, I really do feel like that's a, a really powerful uh, way to enhance your digestion that a lot of people aren't talking about. Yeah, that's a great tip. So let's talk about how you actually healed your gut. So you talk about the connection between gut health, mood, and probiotics. So what does that look like? So for me, what it looked like long ago was starting to type in the specific types of strains of probiotic bacteria, and then going out and finding it, whether that meant driving somewhere, ordering online, scouring the web, finding as many standalone uh, probiotics that I could that were single ingredient, single strain, um, and then combining it in a way that was slow and meticulous 
I mean, this was just my personal, at this point, there was no idea for a probiotic brand or a whole line of mood probiotics. It was just, I need to feel better. And, and ironically, I needed to feel better naturally. And that's actually our tagline for Lifted Naturals is feel better naturally. And that was the exact thing I was like typing in because I'm really sensitive to different side effects. And um, I'm also really sensitive to different probiotics. So I use that sensitivity as a gift um, to really tap in and notice. Um, and that would be another gut health tip I have because there's so much conflicting information. There's this carnivore movement. There's this uh, vegan movement. Of course, those are on two totally different, you know, spectrums. And sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, but the higher level of awareness you can bring to your body, how do I feel when I eat this? Um, it, it really does matter. And that was what I was doing when I was taking those specific types of probiotics and prebiotics. I tried a couple different prebiotics and the prebiotic GOS is the one we ended up going with because we saw the most research, um, for how the body handles stress being benefited from the prebiotic GOS. And then also just how I felt it, everything was a combo of the research and then how I felt and then combining it. And I knew I was just one person, but being able to use that sensitivity, I mean, I'm sensitive to a lot of things, right? At caffeine, I'll start rhyming or rapping, um, alcohol, there could be dancing. It's, it's a, I'm a sensitive gal. And so I use that as a gift to, um, to, to kind of begin to feel it out. Now, of course, since then we've created more formulas that are not just targeted to my sensitivities, but that's where it started for me. Okay. And what did you find with um, probiotic strands as it relates to mood? Well, it absolutely just, I felt this uh, leveling out that I hadn't felt pretty much ever for me personally. It was this leveling out of, of things just kind of clicking into place and making uh the utmost sense. Now, it could have just been that my body was finally eliminating in a healthy way. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, especially if we run ads or something, well, yeah, I'd feel better too if I wasn't constipated. And it is that, and it, it is more than that because these specific strains are targeted to um, help the body handle stress. And I feel like that is stress is what creates this weak link. The weakest link in our body is the more stress we have. Um, that's why I so often, even though we talk about, okay, let me help you walk through which of our four formulas is best for you. And let's take a look at the emotional components of the, you know, your spiritual being in this physical world. So it's this whole picture approach, um, that really has made all the difference for me, because when you do feel a bit lighter, I always say it's not a magic pill, but it is going to create some momentum. Are you going to use it? So if you can use that momentum for feeling a bit lighter, feeling a bit less stressed, now you're putting a meditation practice into play. Now you're going for a walk every day. Now you're taking a little more time to appreciate your food before you eat it. I mean, many religions have been doing this for years, right? Blessing the food. Um, there's a lot of ways you can say it, do it, or look at it, but it is just a slowing down and bringing a, an elevated presence and awareness um, to your own body because nobody knows how you feel in your body better than you. So many people struggle with bloating, bowel issues, brain fog, fatigue. You might not even have any gut issues, but did you know the cause of it could be food sensitivities or gut infections? What I have done is I have brought a talented functional nutritionist into my practice. We have very similar training in the nutritional world. And her name is Alexis Appleberry. She is awesome. So 
you can head on over to our website, Alt, A-L-T, FAM, F-A-M, Med, M-E-D, and have a consultation with her and schedule so that she can help you get to the root cause of your problems. Right. That's, that's true. So for example, in your formulation, um, in one of them uh, on the, on the strains, I'm not sure what it's called. You have something called lactobacillus rhamnosus, right? And that one farms GABA, correct? And so GABA, do you want to, do you want me to talk a little bit about GABA or would you like to talk? Sure. Well, I just want to clarify too, lactobacillus rhamnosus GG is a specific strain that we included. Um, as far as the formulas on the bottle, we did not list the strain number. We shared the species. Um, if a customer reaches out to us and says, hey, I'd love to know what specific strain, um, we totally understand why. And we share that privately just because we are such a small company. And so much of the work I did, I just kind of pulled it together and we decided not to list our strains. But it's not because we aren't willing to share them. We just were trying to make it a little bit more um, protected because we are such a, re- a small company. So just to be clear, the GG is one that we do actually share publicly because in that formula, it makes up 10 billion CFUs of it. It's a big part of it. And so we really just wanted to kind of put that on display, but no, you can definitely do your science thing with the gap. Yeah. So, so for example, I think just kind of bringing home the point Ramnosis farms something called GABA in our gut. And GABA is basically an anti-anxiety when you feel inward tension, inward trembling, your mind is just going, you can't stop it. Um, It takes about three months, but it tends to farm GABA at that point. And so that's one of the biggest, I think, um, it's it's a very, very beneficial strain of, of probiotics to just kind of bring that point full circle and home. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I will say too, that hearing you say the three months, you know, our bottle is a 60 day supply. So typically by the end of two months, we say, if you aren't noticing just a slight uptick that maybe you could try a different formula. Luckily, some people know they need longer because, uh, they're, um, helping out years of, uh, strife, right. It's not just like this magic fix. Uh, however, one other really important thing as a sensitive individual, that is kind of one of our top probiotic tips that I'm continually shouting from the mountaintop is that sometimes the best way to ensure that probiotic success is to go slower with your dosage, because that sudden influx of all that good bacteria that your body has been potentially craving can really be alarming. It can create the die off Herx type reactions. And so I just feel like even if it's not lifted naturals probiotics, if it's a capsule, you can open, um, typically the air hitting the open capsule will start to, um, affect the good bacteria. But if you close that capsule back up, it's not going to kill it all off all, all at once. So I suggest taking one capsule out of the bottle, using that capsule for the first week, depending on how sensitive you are. Right. Some people are like, Oh, I took one every day, the last three days I'm doing great. I'm like, Oh, good. That's good too. That's great for you. And not so great for some of these other more sensitive people. So just knowing that you can slowly work your way up, you're minimizing the chance of some sort of uh, die off that your body is like, no. Um, when really your body is like, yes. <laughs> it's a so thing. I, I get this question a lot. I probably get this question at least two to three times a week. What's a Herx reaction and what, what symptoms will you experience? So the ones we hear the most about can be gas, bloating, die off, uh, leading to headache type, maybe even fatigue. It can be a full body response. Um, that's why I really am such a big advocate for going slow. I don't have time for all those things I just listed. 
And I know most people don't either. They're saying, I'm struggling with my gut health. Why is this making it worse? And the fact of the matter is it's, um, it's this idea that your body really has been craving this and yet it's not had it. And so as your body gets rid of some of that, the imbalance, it's, it's, getting back into harmony. And it's not always pretty when it gets back into harmony. So the slower we go, the less likely, um, but everybody's different, right? There's the band-aid people who are like, nope, I went two, I'm taking two every day and I'm going to power through it. (laughs) And we all have a different tolerance for that. I have a sensitivity to headaches. So if I take something that causes a headache, I'm very I'm now irritable and I have a headache, right? Because that's not the way I wanted to go with this. So I think it's about knowing yourself and, um, And then on that note of die off too, it's one of the most complicated things we deal with is, is it because you're having a die off response to our probiotics, or is it because you actually have a histamine intolerance that you would do better with one of our non-histamine producing probiotic formulas? Because a histamine response and a die off are very similar. So that to me, I think is one of the trickiest things we're dealing with. One of our formulas, Mood Boosting Probiotic, has nine different uh, feel-good types of probiotic bacteria plus the prebiotic GOS. That is our only one that we don't label as non-histamine or non-histamine producing. It has a couple of strains that are actually potentially histamine producing, but a couple that are histamine degrading. So if you have a very mild histamine kind of situation where, oh, I do have seasonal allergies, but I love Mood Boosting Probiotic because it really helps my allergies. It's really fascinating. On the other end is someone who's very histamine sensitive and they're like, I can't take that. I can tell. Um, and so then we move on over to one of our non-histamine producing formulas. So die off and histamine response can be pretty similar and both can happen from a probiotic. So that to me is a really interesting tango of helping guide our customers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are there any other species or strands of probiotics or strains of probiotics that you would like to mention for mood health? Well, I will say that out of the four we have, out of the four formulas we have, they're each a little bit different. They each have a different ratio of the feel good strains. Some of them are, there's an overlap of um, like longum is in both, the longum is in both. However, um, it's a different ratio and a different amount. So sometimes people will say, what's the strongest one? And it just doesn't quite work that way. But um, the, the different amounts of it in the formulas can really change the response to it. Um, and so I feel like with our four different formulas, it really is a matter of finding the one that's right for you. But it's not always as simple as list out your symptoms, then I'll tell you the formula. It can be a bit more complicated. It can require a bit more trial and error because we're not just like pushing in these neurotransmitters. We're putting in the growth, the feeding grounds for that, which I think is really amazing because wouldn't you rather trust your body's innate amazing wisdom rather than trying to guess how much you need of that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Awesome. And then is there any other additional tips you'd like to add for you know, having healthy gut health. Okay. So I will share too, that, um, I, it took a long time to put this timeline together, but I, it did, it did eventually click that after my second child, when I felt really terrible, I had an antibiotic drip during my delivery and nobody mentioned anything to me about replenishing that good bacteria. And so I just feel like that's kind of one of my other statements that I'm here to help make is doctors are more and more, actually our customers are coming to us. My doctor put me on antibiotic. They suggest I get a good probiotic. They mentioned yours, which one should I take? So I do feel like that's becoming more and more norm to say, you need to replenish that good bacteria. But I just feel like kind of 
reframing that again, that, um, I think it was Dr. Zach Bush. I'm a big fan of his. He was sharing how one round of um, antibiotics can really increase your risk for uh, mental health issues by 50%. And a second round puts you up into 70% or some crazy statistic that I just don't feel like we know about. So antibiotics when 100% medically necessary, and then a replenish of that good bacteria. So some people don't even realize that the antibiotic they took quite a while ago could still be impacting uh, their gut health. Another thing is I'm totally terrified of hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> um, there's, um, there's just nothing um, that feels right about it for me. Energetically, as I said, I'm a bit sensitive. And when I'm like, no, when I think about wiping out all the bacteria, because we've become, we've come to fear bacteria. And I'm like, no, no, bacteria is good. There's good and bad. And it's all about the balance. So just kind of reminding listeners of that idea that there's, um, there's better alternatives than what is just setting out everywhere for you to use. Totally. And where can listeners find you if they want to get in touch with you? Yeah. So, uh, every week we actually create our own podcast called the lifted life podcast. And that's a lot less focused on gut health and a lot more on the emotional components of maintaining your momentum, uh, towards feeling good. And so that is available wherever podcasts are produced. Um, and then as far as just finding out more about our brand and us, it's liftednaturals.com. It's our website. And then we do tend to show up on Instagram and Facebook. So try to it's an ongoing game of, of how much time we give to those platforms, as I'm sure most people understand. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Great talk on probiotics. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Um, if you want to hear something specific, please comment and let us know what you want to hear more of and stop by and say hello. Thank you so much for being here. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Gut Health Reset Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a rating and a review so more people can hear about the podcast. And hey, take a screenshot of this episode and tag Dr. Anne Marie on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Anne Marie Barter. And for more resources, just visit DrAnneMarieBarter.com.